welcome to Fucktard Nation. Yo. So, uh, we missed last week. Yeah, suck. Um, that's my fault. My, my body likes to attack itself, and sometimes I just, sorry, I can't do it. So, sorry about that. It's uh, a big fuck you to my body here. But anyways, we're back this week, and uh, so we got a lot to talk about. We've had two weeks of fuckery and what have you, so uh, anyways, I guess we'll start this off. We had a funeral to go to tonight, and uh, so it kind of put us behind the eight ball, but we made it. Yeah, we're here. But anyways, while we're at the funeral, there's a bunch of us standing outside, and we're talking and what have you, and we're talking about uh, concerts. <laughs> somebody brings up that they want to see, uh, who was it? I don't know. Oh, shit. Come on. You Did know I hear it? Yes, you were standing there. Because you named one of the people. Oh, fuck. Who was it? Uh. Is it Light of the Life? No. No? Well, shit. I can't. I honestly cannot remember. Anyways. <laughs> talking about this concert and everything. And this old woman walks out. Oh, and Wu-Tang Clan. Yeah. And so, she, this, this little lady walks out with a purse, and then everybody's like, Wu-Tang Clan, and then, oh, Dirty Bastard, and this and that, and this little lady, like, clenches her purse close to her, and she turns around, and she walks back in the funeral home real quick. I guess she didn't understand that uh, I wasn't talking about an old Dirty Bastard. <laughs> and we were rolling, because, like, talk about walking in on the ass end of a conversation and not knowing what the shit's going on. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, so, um, basically, um, I was talking about, you know, wanting to see Wu-Tang, and I'm saying, you know, it's just not going to be the same without Old Dirty Bastard, and that's what that old lady caught about, walked out right about that time when I said Old Dirty Bastard and Wu-Tang, and she was just like, uh, yeah. Yeah, so it was quite funny, and then I'm leaving the funeral home, and I'm stopping at a red light. <laughs> And I look over, and there's this new little restaurant there. Now, this new little restaurant really fucked me up. It says, Indian Vegetarian Street Food. Yeah. Now, okay. So, which one is it? They can't all be, it's not all the same. Like, there's Indian food. Then there's vegetarian food. And then my idea of street food... <laughs> They can't all three be the same fucking restaurant. Unless there is a specific genre of food called Indian vegetarian street food that I don't know about. That just seems a little weird to me. It really fucked with me because, like, I have my idea of street food. And then there's Indian food. And there's vegetarian food. And they ain't none of them anywhere near the other one. By any means. No. So... Yeah, so last week we didn't get to do the podcast because my body hates me. But anyways, last Friday we left for uh, Gatlinburg. And we had a conference down there. And we never got to go live down there. I don't know why, but we well, just conference never last did. We were there about uh, 12, 
Actually, I was there about 13 hours. 13 hours. So, yeah. It was a long day. <laughs> I was so whooped by the time we got out of there. Plus, I had three hours of sleep because we decided to tie one on the night before. Yeah. <laughs> but, so, on the way to Gatlinburg, truck starts making a noise. And uh, then, all of a sudden, everything goes to shit in yep. a handbag. Somewhere around Corbin, Kentucky. And uh, so, we're on the side of the road. Truck's overheating. Everything's fucked up. We get under the hood and everything. Belt's broke. And we're thinking, oh, yeah, fucking belt's broke. Well, no. It wasn't just the belt broke. <laughs> The fucking water pump froze up, like just completely the water jacked pump up. up and it broke locked the belt. up, broke the belt, and everything else. So then, for like the next two hours, we're trying to like walk it to the nearest fucking exit. We finally get off the friggin' exit. Thankfully, our daughter was behind us, her and her boyfriend. They left a couple hours after we did. And they were able to pick us up, so my truck sat in fucking Corbin for two days. But let me tell you, now, this never happens. I am so fucking OCD about make sure this is locked, make sure the window's up, make sure this, make sure that, blah, blah, blah. So we come back on Sunday to pick the fucking truck up. And work on it. And work on it and what have you. And I walk over to the passenger side and there's no fucking window. And I'm like, what the fuck? Well, I'm looking. There's no glass anywhere. I'm like, okay. Not one fucking thing had been touched in my truck. Not one thing. The window so, was rolled down. It wasn't broken out. We yeah. Left it the down. window had been left down for two days unattended. We were three hours away from that son of a bitch for two days, and nobody touched anything. So, I got to give a shout out to Corbin, Kentucky, that that's one of the safest fucking places on earth. And I didn't think any more of those existed around, you know, around this earth. But really, like, nothing was touched. I had my my billfold in the back with my checks in it that I had forgot was back there. Nothing touched. Everything was good. Yep. So, pretty mind-blowing. So, yeah, when we finally made it to... We, we were fucktards. Yeah, I was a real fucktard there. I don't even know how... I still ain't figured out how that one happened because I check everything and, and double-check and triple-check and, and quadruple-check and, and for some reason... Oh, God, I made it strong. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> and he's got a really strong drink. Yes, Evidently. I do. Holy shit. So, so yeah, Friday night after all that fuckery of trying to get to Gatlinburg and finally getting there, we went out to one of our favorite bars down there, and uh, it's called Crawl Daddy's, and we were <coughs> doing karaoke and what have you and whatever, and we met some really cool hey, new people. Actually, one, actually, of, them, one, one of them's, them's on watching here. right now. Yep. Hi, Paul. Hi, Paul. <laughs> Paul Polson's when we met. We're to, talking about you. Used to play in the band Foreigner. Yeah, um, he was He was down there hanging out with us. So, yeah, I'll give a shout out to Paul because I see him in, on there right now. So, anyways, we go out to Crawl Daddy's and we're hanging out, singing karaoke, this and that, whatever. And all of a sudden, our drinks started getting super fucking strong yeah. like they love us there yeah they really like us there so so we were getting doubles i wasn't <laughs> i wasn't expecting to get tore on friday night knowing that i had to get up at like 
5 a.m. for a conference all day Saturday. Well, it didn't work out for me. So, Luckily, the conference ended up not being as packed as we had anticipated. So, um, it it would have been better yeah. if it had been packed. I'd have been more awake. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, otherwise, it was still really good, real fun. Uh, it was a decent turnout. Just uh, the vendor section just wasn't getting populated like we thought it would. So, we just didn't sell many of my Squatcher shirts. No, and we ended up speaking first yeah. at the conference. And, uh, yeah, when you get tour the night before and have to get up at 5 a.m. and do breakfast and coffee and everything and then go speak first at 10, whew, it yeah. was rough. <laughs> I was just praying to God I didn't get hit with one of those diarrhea commercials. Where will you be when <laughs> diarrhea strikes? In front of a lectern, in front of 100 people. Oh, excuse me, guys, I gotta go shit. I'll be right back. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so anyway, it was fun. Yeah, we had a lot of fun. Car broke down and all. Yeah, we were able to make up for the car breaking down. And thanks to my dad driving uh, three and a half hours to work on it in the middle of a gravel parking lot. Yep. So, and it took about four hours standing in a gravel parking lot. So that was suck. And thanks for the Trailblazer Forum for finding two or three of the secrets that we needed to figure out why shit wasn't doing what we wanted it to do. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that was cool. Yep. I was like, hey, wait a minute. The forum says to do this. So we did that, and, <laughs> and it worked. So, yeah, cool. So I don't understand why, when I'm driving on the road, people enjoy fucking with me. Because I'm a real fucking bitch when it comes to driving on the road. So, even he doesn't know about this one yet. Uh-oh. <laughs> So, on my way home tonight, from the funeral home, up here at our exit, a fucking truck pulls out in front of me, like, dead in fucking front of me. I had to slam my fucking brakes to keep from taking out a trailer. So, I turn my bright lights on and blow the fucking horn, like, you stupid motherfucker, did you not see me? Here, I make sure you see me now. Well, he stops in the road. Okay. Stop in the road. Let's see what you got. He gets out of his truck. He walks back to my truck. I pull out my 380. I shove it out the window. Now what, motherfucker? What do you have to say now? He goes and he gets back in his little truck. And he pulls in the pilot. I said, that's what I thought, bitch. <laughs> now, this is not the first time this shit has happened to me. A few years ago, my husband is does know about this one, but a few years ago, I pulled out of a post office, and directly beside the post office is Thornton's, so I have plenty of time, I pull out, and then pull right into Thornton's, well, this fucker in this big truck with a trailer hauling some lawnmowers, lawnmowers and shit, pulls in Thornton's behind me and blocks my car in. Gets out of his truck, comes up to my window, yanking on my door, trying to yank it open, screaming, hollering, cussing. I jump out of the car with a fucking knife. I said, I'll gut you like a fish, motherfucker. Get away from my fucking car. And Thornton's called the police. Police are coming, this and that. Well, I... Man, mind you, this dude's like six foot four or five. Yeah. Big, fat, tall He's, motherfucker. He weighs about three, three, three fifty. 
And I, at the time, I was much smaller than I am now, but that didn't make a difference either. I was still meaner than a rattlesnake. But I don't know why people just want to fuck with me when I'm driving. Like, leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> I am a bitch. I will not play games with you. I will go to jail. I will get in trouble. She will. Yeah. My <laughs> mom still ain't figured out how I went to, didn't go to jail, uh... Was at the boat ramp last summer. Last summer, and this guy was beating on his girlfriend in the back of a truck. And my dad, it's been a couple of summers ago. Yeah, about two summers ago. But my dad and my daughter's boyfriend at the time go over there and get the girl and whatever, and tell the dude off and what have you. Well, the dude tries to sneak attack my dad. Yeah, run up and do the pussy run up from behind. Yeah, run up on my dad's back. So, I kick my shoes off, take off flying up the hill, run straight between my dad and my daughter's boyfriend and just straight clock this motherfucker. And he does the whole spinning and shit, falls down to the ground, half knocked out and shit, whatever. And we walk on, well, police are called, whatever. Well, he jumps back up. And he gets in my face, and he's like, hit me again, hit me again, that's assault, hit me again. So, I clocked his ass again. And so, the police show up, I'm, I go down there and sit beside my mom, my daughter, and my dad, and my daughter's boyfriend standing up there, talking to the police and whatever. My mom's like, you better go up there. I said, no, if they want me, you can't smoke in jail no more, so they can come down here and get me. <laughs> Yeah, she's going to have her celebratory last cigarette. I was like, I'm going to sit here and smoke me a couple of cigarettes while they do their report and whatever, and I'll see you on the other side. But I'm not I'm not going to turn myself in. Nope, I don't do that. Now, for some reason, I was not present at this event, or I would have knocked that dude's block off, I'm sure. But I was not even there, so Mandy knocked his block off instead. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I can't stand pussy fight. Like, don't run up on somebody's back. If you want to fight somebody... Go head to head, face to face, whatever. My dad can hold his own. I have no doubt in that. But you are not going to run up on somebody's back. I'm sorry. Not fucking happening. Just... And he deserved every single bit of it. If you're a man, <coughs> you do not beat on your woman. You especially don't do it in public where I can see your ass or anybody can see your ass or you're going to get dealt with. Yeah. This is how it works. The cop was smirking on that one because, you know, what's the odds that you're beating on your girlfriend and then a girl knocks you the fuck out? Yeah. Uh, I so mean, anyway, the the cops uh, basically asked him the story from what I gather because I've heard the second hand. But basically they were like, so she, she'd hit you and he told him the story and, and you can see them visibly holding back their laughter. Uh, because she knocked his ass out. Well, not only that, his nose was swelling up the size of his head and purple and black and everything else. And the the cops just like, how ironic is that? <laughs> yeah, you kind of got what you wanted. They actually ended up taking him to jail because he was drunk. So that was pretty funny. So I ended up escaping jail, and so the cops are getting him and then locking him up, and whatever, and they're starting to leave. And I said, "Come on, let's go before they change their mind and come back and get me." Because <laughs> Dad walks down there and he's like, eh, "Everything's cool," and I'm like, "They're not coming to get me." He's like, "No," I'm like, "Well, time to go. Let's go before they change their mind." Yeah, but I don't understand why people just really try to 
You, Fuck with me. I don't get it. You know, it's a dangerous game to play this road rage game now anyway. And I, I got to talk about one of my friends. His name is Bo Schultz. Bo is the Green Mile. <laughs> Bo is Michael Clark Duncan Big. <laughs> Nicest guy in the world. But you do not want to do this to him. So anyway, he drives a blacked out BMW tinted windows. Does something to apparently piss off this little white man. And uh, they're stopped somewhere. And I think the little white man was was flagging him down. Uh, anyway, so he runs up to Bo's window. Bo opens the car and stands outside the car. Now, the top of this BMW probably came about mid-calf on Bo. And the little white man looks at him and goes... Puts his head down, does a 180 real quick, goes back in the car and drives off. <laughs> Didn't even say one word. Like, I'm sorry. Oops. <laughs> oh, oh, holy shit. <laughs> I made a mistake. I'm going <laughs> to step out. Ow. So, yeah. Um, and, and we've known Bo many I got years. a funny road rage <laughs> story of my mother's. My mother told me this one day, and I laughed my ass off because anybody that knows my mom, my mom don't fight. She don't argue with people in public. She don't nothing. She just kind of, even if she has a problem with somebody. That's strong. I mean, she's getting more courageous in her old age. I've got to say that she was in her younger days. Because well, now, now she's starting to not give a shit. Her, but give, her I give a fuck her is <laughs> broke. broken. Yeah, that motherfucker broke. <laughs> but one day she's telling me she was coming back from Walmart. And this motherfucker's riding her ass and being a piece of shit, blowing horn, this and that, whatever else. And then he flies around her and flips her off and what have you. And she got mad. So she followed him (laughs) to his house or something or to the store or something. I don't know. But she pulls in behind him and she rolls down the window. She's like, fuck you, blah, blah, blah. Starts yelling at him and shit. And then she realizes what she's doing and that this is a much bigger dude than her and she's like and she rolls her window up and she takes off <laughs> yep and I had to laugh because that is not my mother so when she was telling me this and then after she gets done telling me she goes I don't know what I was doing <laughs> I said well it sounds like he was pissed off and you was gonna tell him about it <laughs> apparently so, yeah, that that's my mom's probably one and only road rage story. And I thought it was quite comical because she don't do that. Now, me, I do that shit every day, seems like, just about. I always got something stupid going on on the fucking road. I try not to in the work truck, you know, because I want an advertisement. Somebody calling on me. There's a big phone number across the back of my shit. So. Oh, my phone number's <laughs> on the side of my truck. Call it, motherfucker. I have a few more words for you. <laughs> You've reached, uh, what the fuck's your problem? How can I help you? You've re- reached fucktard nation, and, you're, and you are now an advertisement for it, so please leave your message. Uh, yeah, so anyway, fucktard drivers is a big part of our lives. Uh, we drive a lot, and a lot of stupid fucks out here driving. Uh, I want to know, at what point did they make the driver's license test so easy that... Nobody remembers the laws anymore. Oh, no. We got one better for you on laws. Just signs in general. We called... Because <coughs> we live in a double curve. So, we called to have a sign put up on each side of the curve for 
our driveway to let people know, hey, we're pulling out the fucking driveway. So now, if somebody hits us when we're pulling out of our driveway, it's their fault because it was posted. But anyways. Hello, Holiday. Hey. So, uh, we called to get this sign that, you know, used to, they said hidden entrance. So we call and we're like, we need a hidden entrance sign. And he says, well, we can't put those up anymore. And I'm, okay. They don't put what, words what on the there because f- people are too stupid to read now. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck do you mean you can't put, what? He's like, it's just a sideways T now. And I'm like, well, okay, whatever. As long as if somebody hits me, it's their fucking fault because they didn't read the sign. He's like, well, that's it. People can't read signs anymore, so we have to use pictures. I said, so if they can't read a sign, you think they're going to be able to read a fucking picture? I mean, (laughs) holy shit. (laughs) They're going to go, hey, was there a sideways T on that yellow sign? Exactly. That T's drunk. I mean, seriously. It means you'll get teetotaled, you dumbass. So, obviously, the sign is not fucking working anyways, because last week, when we got back from Gatlinburg, we woke up to a busted-ass trash can and a missing mailbox and a missing mailbox pole, and, and, like, everything was fucking trashed. So, obviously, they ain't reading the signs that it's a steep curve, because there's two signs. There's a sideways T... To say hidden drive. And then there's a big arrow that's crooked like this that says big curve. Curve driveway. It says if you are a fucktard, be careful. But fucktards don't know that they're fucktarded, so they can't. So Holiday wants to hear a Bigfoot story. And You want to hear the story about how my wife used to think that I was full of shit (laughs) all the time? We'll allow the Bigfoot story, like, every once in a while, but we're actually getting ready to start another channel for uh, the Squatcher stuff, but we'll tell you a Bigfoot story since you asked. So, when Rodney first started hunting Bigfoot. When I first realized that other people around were doing the same thing that I was doing and started finding groups and people to do this with. I didn't believe in Bigfoot. I grew up in BFE, in the middle of nowhere. Your nearest neighbor was three miles down the fucking road, across the field, through the corn. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. In the middle of BFE. And yeah, I heard shit and, and whatever when I was a kid, but we always had some logical explanation for, you know, how country folk are. They have a logic for everything, even when they make moonshine in the boonies. It's logical. <laughs> but anyway, so when he first started doing this, I thought was full of shit. And he, every weekend, well, I'm going out, look for Bigfoot. And finally, I told him, I said, look, dude. If you want to go get drunk with your friends in the fucking woods, you don't have to make up some stupid, ridiculous story. Just say, honey, I'm going to go get drunk in the woods with my friends and act like a jackass, and it'll be all good. (laughs) Yeah, and so I basically told her, hey, um, that's, you know, that might be a side effect of what happens, but we're actually looking for Bigfoot. And she's like, yeah, whatever, whatever. Well, 
I finally saw one back in 2013, <clears throat> sitting on my front porch. No, the Bigfoot was not sitting on my front porch. The shower was shit breaks. <laughs> she was on the porch smoking. I was sitting on my porch smoking a cigarette, and across from us, there was a field with a tree line in it, and something stepped out of this tree line, and it was kind of hazy. It wasn't dark yet, but the sun was going down, you know, street lights were starting to come on, whatever, and there was one street light across from the house, but something stepped out of the woods, it looked around, and it stepped back into to the woods, and I sat there just... I, I don't know. I guess I had some weird fuck look tarted. on my yeah, fuck tarted. <laughs> some weird look on my face because my kid walks out the door and she looks at me and she says, "Mom, what's wrong?" And I started laughing and I said, um, "I think I just saw Bigfoot." And oh my god, she was all about her daddy and Bigfoot and this and that and whatever else. And it was, it was the end of the world. Mom saw Bigfoot. She had to go call dad and tell him all about it. I said, don't do that. It was probably just a person being stupid, whatever. So the next day, he goes over there and he has a walkie-talkie and I have a walkie-talkie. And he gets over there and he's standing over and he gets on the walkie-talkie and he says... So, tell me where it was, where I need to stand, and I'm looking, well, he's almost six foot tall, and I can't hardly see him, I can see the top of his head. I saw from the chest up of whatever stepped out of them woods. So, that's when I had the realization that, uh, something wasn't right. <laughs> yeah, so, I put, I taped a marble <laughs> box to the end of the yard stick and held it up in the air and kept holding it up until it got to where about its head would have been and it was at about eight and a half feet so yeah it was about eight and a half foot tall but that that's when I had my realization of what I had seen when my husband's almost six feet tall and I, I can't hardly well, in see my boots, him I'm probably six foot one or better and, yeah and I was wearing my boots so because I'm sick I'm like five eleven and a half without Boots on. So, evidently, when you walked over there, what I couldn't see from the porch was there was a dip down before you got to the woods. It was like a hill, a drop-off. And so, when he walked over and walked down that drop-off, I couldn't see him no more. And he's in front of the wood line. And I'm like, um, well, there's a problem. <laughs> I'm like, where'd you go? Yeah. So, yeah. So, that's how my... Bigfoot adventure got started with him. So now we do this together. We're partners. Uh, so I'll tell you another one too. Like we came home from a bar one night about two in the morning, and uh, we had been drinking, but we weren't drunk at this point. You know, we had been stopped for several hours, and uh, we're sitting on the back porch because it's a nice night out. It's about about a half moon, I guess. So it was kind of a little bit bright. And no, uh, it was a full moon. That was it night. a full it moon that night? Yeah, so it was a full night. moon. Um, and Cause you can't off of my patio, you can see across the pond and there's <coughs> a wood line and then there's a big field and then there's another chunk of woods. And so I'm sitting with uh, where I could see that out of the side of my eye. And Mandy is also sitting where she could see that out of the side of her eye. And something on two legs and very large runs across that field from one wood line to the other. In about three steps. 
And uh, Mandy, at this point, was still not a firm believer. Even after encounter, she still really just hadn't. I, guess. I don't know that I'm, I mean, I, I guess I believe now, but I don't know if I do or not. There's <laughs> some things you just don't want to believe in. <laughs> yeah. Right. And one of those things is something that's bigger than you walking around in the fucking woods that could probably just snap your neck and with their pinky. <laughs> so basically I look, I see it and I look at her and I said, did you just see that? And she said, yeah, I was really hoping you didn't. And I said, that was Bigfoot. She said, yeah, I know. <laughs> but I have shit happen. I mean, the back of our house is wooded, okay? Uh, like, if you sit on our back deck, there's woods and a pond and more woods and, and whatever. And I sit out there a lot by myself. And, like, it seems like every time we go out of town and we come back home, if we're if we're out of town for like a few days and we come back home something happens to say welcome home like last week when we went to Gatlinburg and we were gone for three days and we came back as soon as we got out of the truck I started yelling for one of our cats that had been out the whole three days we were gone and hadn't been back in the house because our oldest daughter and her husband, had, you know. They were pet, house sitting. Yeah, house sitting and pet sitting. And one of our cats hadn't come back in. She was pissed that we were gone and she wasn't coming back in. She's like, fuck you. So as soon as we get out of the truck, I start yelling, Ouija. And as soon as I start yelling, we get this whoop. And out, I'm like. Out of the woods, yep. Yeah, okay, we're home. Hey, how you doing? I said, we just get your ass in the house. Let's go. <laughs> and where it I'm came, sorry. where it come from? There's, there's no neighbors there, so we, the neighbor closest neighbors are through our woods that way, and this is way over here. So yeah, I mean, <laughs> and like the like what a month ago, a couple months ago, we went out of town for something. Yeah, and we came back home, and I was sitting out on the back deck, and a stick probably about three or four inches round and probably about six inches long just comes sailing past my head while I'm sitting outside. Now, last time I checked, there ain't no wild animal out here in Kentucky that's going to throw a fucking stick at your head. (laughs) And there's not trees that hang over the deck. So it didn't fall out of a tree and it went sailing past, not straight down or anything like that. I mean, like shit happens that you can't explain and I'm just kind of like, I'm going to bed now. Have a good night. I'm done. <laughs> yeah, so some people think that uh, our belief is fucktarded, but you've seen as much shit as we have. You're 100% a believer. Yeah, I mean, we we have a video that my dad absolutely is one of the hardest people to convince that something exists that if it if it really he really thinks it doesn't exist or it hasn't been scientifically documented or or what have you I have to say my dad is probably one of the hardest people to convinced convince uh, of shit like that and we have a video that I showed my dad one day and he sat there replaying the video for two and a half hours straight. Replay, replay, watch replay. <laughs> and he goes, 
What the fuck is that? <laughs> and the weird thing about this video is you can't see a Bigfoot, but you can see the outline of something. Yeah, it, standing next. It's to an me. outline of a Bigfoot standing. I mean, it is a perfect outline of what a Bigfoot, a documented Bigfoot looks like. And that's all it is, is an outline on a video. And we had the video um, looked at by a forensic scientist and, and everything. And it's not a fuck up in the camera. It's an actual video. So... It, it was something actually taken in the video, and my dad sat there for two and a half hours, so he, he's somewhat of a believer now, and and some of the shit, other shit that we've caught on recorders and video and stuff like that, mom, my mom and dad believe now. They don't think we're fucking nutso anymore, so. <laughs> well, this room I'm sitting in, when we first, <laughs> first went to buy this house and we were looking at it, and the window right over here, which looks... Similar to the little windows that are behind us, but it's a big picture bay window. Somebody had drawn the face of Bigfoot in it, and when, when it was vacant, it was still there. And it's actually on, if you look at my Adams Family Manor, uh, if you look up the Adams Family Manor page that's associated with my house, it's it's the picture of that. Yeah. Uh, but it basically, they had taken that white snow stuff and sprayed it into one of the panes and etched it out with... Something, with it, I guess probably a pencil eraser. Pencil eraser or something. Yeah. So, yeah, that's... But we know that they saw a Bigfoot sitting up here in this room looking over the pond because most people that try to draw a Bigfoot... That just, haven't seen one? That hasn't actually seen one. They try to make it look like a gorilla or ape or something like that. And, and really, a Bigfoot doesn't look like that. They'll give it, the, you know, they'll try to give it the flat nose and stuff like that. No, a Bigfoot actually looks human in the face. Yeah. So, we know that they actually saw something because of the detail that this picture had drawn in this window and everything. Yeah, they went through a lot of time to draw this. It had, they've had to have been sitting there looking at it. Yeah, so it, it was quite crazy. So, then we ended up actually getting the house and we, you know... We were not the only person that put in for this house, I don't think. And no. we were the ones that got it, so... We were the first bid. It was kind of wild. Yeah. But, so, Holiday says she hopes to see a Bigfoot one day. Yeah. Well, I hope you do too, well, but if, you get in, ready to quench your ass cheeks because... <laughs> I'm pretty sure, it's not if all I recall correctly, <laughs> from looking at your profile when I accepted you on here, that you were uh, from Canada, so... You're, you're, there's quite a few up there. Just need to venture out in those woods. Yeah, just go out in the woods and, and take your recorder and sit. And the thing about it is, is you're not always going to see one. And and that's what people think, like ghost hunting and shit like that. Because I'm a paranormal medium. And people think, oh, I'm going to see a ghost because I'm going on a ghost adventure. No, you may or may not see a ghost. I'm sorry. Now me, I might see a ghost every fucking day of my life because they like to taunt me because they know I can hear them and talk to them and whatever else. But, you know, it's the same with Bigfoot. You're not going to see one every time you go out and you may never see one in your life. There's people go their whole life and never see a ghost. They're everywhere, you know. But I'm personally starting to think that just like with ghosts, I mean, ghosts 
are everywhere and whatever else, but if there's people that go their whole life and never see one, if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. If it's not, it's not, you know? And I think some people just have the charisma to... Yeah, the right energy. Or the right like energy or, or whatever to interact with that. And and maybe they show themselves to the, the ones that aren't expecting it or the ones that have the energy to pull it in. I don't know. I don't know how it works. I can't explain it. I ain't figured it out yet. We're working on it. Yep. But uh, we just published a book or we're part of a book that was published on Amazon it's called Handbook for the Dead. Yeah, we did a short story about our demonic house on there. Yeah, take over for a minute. Yeah, so basically we lived in a house for about five years that I would say was more than haunted. It was demonic. And uh, I, we do a synopsis, basically a short, condensed version of the things that happened there. But uh, there's enough enough in- incidents that happened there that we can actually write an entire book about it. Yeah, I'm in the process of, not, well, okay, let me refer. I started that. I haven't worked on it again. But. Yeah, that's Ouija. That's the cat that was uh, out when we were looking for her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Oh, yeah, Charles actually has heard the scream a couple of times. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. The deer story. Oh, yeah. First year we moved in. Um Something was floating in the pond, and that that year was exceptionally cold and exceptionally snowy. So, basically, it started snowing in October, and it did not stop until April. So, sometime in January, January. we had a little warm break, enough for it to start melting the pond. No, it was in January we noticed it. Yeah. January, we we were sitting in our dining room. Our dining room overlooks our pond. And we're sitting there, and we see something in the pond floating around on the edge of the pond. And I'm like, well, what the shit is that? And the ice is frozen and everything else. So it's just kind of there, stuck in one spot, but floating there a little bit. And I'm like, what the fuck is that? Roddy looks and he's like, I don't know, maybe it's a groundhog or something or blah, blah, blah. Muskrat. And I'm like, well, it's fucked up. So about March is when we got a bit of a warm spell and whatever. So we go over looking this and that, trying to figure out what it is. And our son-in-law comes over and he's like, oh, I'll just go pull it out, you know. And we're like, and he's a big motherfucker. So yeah, we're like, yeah, you can probably pull it out. Yeah. <laughs> so he goes over and he gets in the water and everything. And I mean, it was probably three or four foot off of the bank. So, I mean, he's in knee deep water. So, you know, and he grabs a hold of it and he starts yanking. He's like, well, it's not small. And we're like, well, what do you mean? He's like, it's a big fucking deer. It's a buck. And we're like, what? So he starts pulling it and he pulls the son of a bitch out of the water and it's every bit of a three. 400 pound buck yeah. i mean it was fucking huge it was a what it's 11 point buck 11 point buck yep and its neck was completely twisted around like a freaking corkscrew yeah its neck had been turned all the way around now when deer fight and they get their antlers stuck locked. together yeah. and locked they don't twist each other's heads all the way around they'd snap both their necks if they did that so Whatever did this, like, grabbed it by the antlers, just swung it around, and threw it in our pond. 
Yeah. And so the skull is actually floating, or no, it's not floating. The skull <laughs> is actually mounted in my basement, hanging. Yeah. We <laughs> have, yeah, I hope it ain't a floating skull. We got bigger uh, problems. <laughs> it is Halloween, close to Halloween. But yeah, we ended up cutting time. the head off, and I sat it out on the roof to get cleaned up, and then we bleached it and all of that stuff. So it's it's in the uh, it's in the bottom. Uh, or in the basement. Yes, it was <laughs> a up, it was a white tailed deer. Yes. So yeah, eleven it was, point buck, big one. It, it was a big <laughs> one, and then not long after that, we actually had a bald eagle fly in and, and ate the deer for us. So yeah, it was pretty cool. The deer didn't last long. <laughs> nope. The bald eagle flew in and ran off all the uh, scavenger buzzards. Yeah. And uh, it's pretty cool. Yeah. So, yeah, we've had our share of shit happen around this house, too. And honestly, the house that we live in now, I think, is a trackway for yeah. Bigfoot. Because, behind, like, if you go about two miles behind our house as a crow flies, you'll run into the dump. And if you go two miles as a crow flies in the other direction of our house is the Ohio River. So, I really think that we're like a trackway for a food source and, and water source. Yeah, because they can get all the way to my property and stay in the woods. But they have to come up through my wooded park to get across the road and barely be seen. So. <laughs> and yes, Bigfoot does not like rose bushes. My mother has wrote on here. She's uh, yeah, something, tested my memory here. Something pulls up my roses and yanks them out of the ground. And I think I it, have tried to plant, no lie, about twelve rose bushes since we've been here. And every single time I plant a rose bush, it gets yanked up out of the ground and disappears. So either Bigfoot goes and plants them in his yard, <laughs> no, I, or he don't want them there. <laughs> I've contemplated this. So right where the roses are, there is a huge bay window that looks into our big room of our house. I think it likes to stand out there and see what we're doing, and it's probably stepped on a couple of roses in the process. So in my foot. opinion, it got one in its foot and yanked it out of the ground. So now every time it comes up here, it just yanks them out of the ground, just... So it doesn't hurt its foot no yeah, more, I guess. That's what I think. I don't know, but I can't have fucking roses, and roses are like my favorite flower. We finally did get one this year. I planted it right next to the pond. There's a little pond out it's there. It's different. Yeah, it's a, it's a mini rose. Yeah, but, it's different than it what I've tried to plant. Yeah, it's it stayed. It's actually stayed there. I want my big, pretty roses. I, I planted red, white, and blue ones, and, you know, because America... <laughs> <laughs> of course, part of the problem is the shade they over there. They, they just don't grow like they wouldn't and if they had more sun. So. They can't grow if they ain't there. They keep disappearing and shit. Yeah. It yeah. sucks. Need hydrangeas. So. Yep. Anyways. It's, it's, that's some true shit. People think we're fucktards because of uh, our Bigfoot stories, but I've seen a lot of shit over, in my life that, uh, yeah, it's, it's real. <laughs> And it's I mean, real. I, I've seen enough shit to uh, <laughs> total fucktardedness. Yeah, total fucktardedness. 
So, yeah, roses are my favorite holiday. I, I love them, and I tr I have tried really hard to plant some really pretty ones, and it, it doesn't work out for me. So, I've quit trying at this point. Bigfoot fucking wins. Yeah, I tried to plant this other wonderful plant <coughs> that is um, a very uh, medicinal plant. It grows very well in Kentucky, but uh, apparently the deer around my house are Cheech and Chong deer. Because every time I plant these things... They get about mm, four we or five got, foot tall, getting ready to bud, and then I come out again, I'm chomped to the got, ground. We got some really fucked up deer around here. Yeah, we got stoner deer that live around here. Yeah, I said one day we're going to go out in, in the woods, and we're going to have a, a a deer party out there that's all going. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> the deer, the deer. What are you? <laughs> the deer eat my medicinal herb plants to the ground. Bastards. Yeah, so. But anyways, uh, we, let's see, next Bigfoot conference hasn't actually been scheduled yet, but we're looking to go up to uh, one in, New uh, Jersey. Cherry Hill, New Jersey, yeah. Yeah, New Monster Jersey. Monster Fest or something like that. Yeah. And I think it happens in, it's like one in March and one in August or something like that. Yeah. So. so, we don't have any more Bigfoot conferences planned for this year. We're hoping to get up there because my cousin lives there. He actually drew this Bigfoot, my cousin Troy. Yeah. And I love this Bigfoot. It's one of my favorites. Yeah, mm -hmm. we'll probably have that on a shirt in the Squatcher short store soon, yeah. <laughs> okay, we'll, fuck tired. No. fucking talk. Mary J. <laughs> yeah, there you uh, go. Yeah. MJ. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, our daughter has a dog named MJ, and he's actually one of the pups out of the litter of chihuahuas that our male and female had, and we named him MJ because of, he's got a, his left paw has a white glove, like Michael Jackson, so that's where <laughs> he got his name, was little Michael Jackson. Well, we took him to the vet the other day, and the first thing they asked, what does MJ stand for? <laughs> Mary Jane. <laughs> and that's what they said. Oh, I thought it was Mary Jane. I'm like, no, get get, get off the bug, dude. <laughs> oh, yeah, holidays. Since you're in Canada, there's a channel up there called the Aboriginal uh, People's Television Network. Yeah. It's a Native American network, and we actually are on a show that will be on there. It's called Red Earth Uncovered. Um, it has not aired yet, but be looking for that if you have that channel. Um, Red Earth Uncovered is the show. They I think they we're going to be on season two because we didn't come yeah. up on season one. Yeah, so. season two, but it, it only airs in Canada. Um, it has not aired yet because I've been checking. Yep, and we are on that. Thriller. And as far as uh, Fucked Hard Nation goes, um, possible fest this coming weekend. Yeah. We're still trying to work out the details on yeah, that. For, uh, so Kyle's a Dick Kyle's Fest. Kyle's a Dick Fest. Slash Hellfest. Yeah, uh, it's Kyle's a Dick Fest versus Hellfest. Yeah. Is what it is. So we and, may, we uh, may be doing our podcast live from there. Yeah, the podcast might be live from there. We're still trying to work out all the details and everything. Um... 
If you're into music festivals and what have you, they have camping. It's up in Friendship, Indiana. Look them up online. Kyle's Deck, KAD Fest. Yes, it's about an hour from Cincinnati. Maybe not even an hour. And it's maybe just about an hour and a half from Louisville. Yeah. So it's, it's a nice little spot. It's actually a very, very cool little area. Get your uh, fucktard nation gear. So, every time I announce this, I announce it wrong because I'm a fucktard. So, we're going to try this tonight. It's teespring.com slash stores slash F-C-K-T-A-R-D dash N-A-T-I-O-N. That's no, where... Yeah, no, no, no dot com. No dot com at the end. Duh. That's where you get your fucktard nation gear. We put new stuff up a couple of weeks ago. I've got to work on some more new stuff and what have you. It's the top post in the group. It's pinned on there. Yeah, it's pinned at the top of the group if you're interested. Advertise, advertise, advertise. That's how we. We got a lot of compliments off those shirts everywhere we've worn them so far. People love them. Yeah. My mom wears hers to Walmart weekly. I think. Yeah. And then comes to tell me about all the people that asked about it or said something about it or whatever, smirked about it. So. And Mandy got told she wasn't a proper lady because she was wearing a fucked Nation shirt in Walmart. Oh, yeah. He got towed off real good. <laughs> and, you know, that's what I said. I don't know why people want to talk stupid to me. I'm a bitch. I will tell you what I think. I mean, it's it's that simple. I don't even look like a fucking nice person. I don't even look like a person that if you try to give me your opinion, that I'm going to be like, oh, okay, well, thank you. Have a good day. I mean, I don't even look like that. I look like a fucking bitch. I have resting bitch face. <laughs> I mean, come on. It's not a look. She's just mean. Yeah, I'm fucking you evil. Mean. You mean. I'm evil. So... Yeah, she says, I love mine. I wear it to Walmart. Yeah, see? <laughs> she wears it to Walmart. I actually had one of mine on the other night when I went gambling. And I was standing at one of the tables just watching. I wasn't even playing. And the guy working the table, the dealer, he sees Fucktard Nation right here. And he starts laughing. He's like, that's freaking awesome. So I turned around and showed him the back. And it was the one that says... Uh, what the fuck, not another fucktard, and he's holding a gun to his head and everything, and he busts out, he's like, that's freaking awesome, I need to get me one of those, and I'm like, oh, here, this is where you get it, <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, so yeah, people are really getting a kick out of the shirts and stuff, so that makes me feel good, at least I got some down kind of the time. I was a fucktard yesterday and jacked my fingers up, so that's why I keep doing this, I got a finger that's all jacked up with a splinter in it that I can't find. I'll tell you what, I could walk around with a broken arm for two weeks, which I did. But if you put a splinter in my finger, I am fucking done. I will cry about this shit for days. They fucking hurt. This motherfucker hurts so bad. He's not lying. <laughs> this shit's killing me. It's my nerves. <laughs> this shit's killing so me. So we DJed a Halloween party. Yeah, we DJ have DJ services too. But we DJed a Halloween party uh, Saturday night. Mm-hmm. And... I took a picture of their sign, and <laughs> I told them I was putting it in Fucktard Nation. They said, okay. <laughs> so, if you see that sign that says, pick your poy on, 
Because <laughs> they left the tea out? <laughs> well, they either left the tea out for potion or the S out for poison. Either way, yeah. <laughs> either way. I think it was supposed to be poison. It's poion. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was two eyes, so it had to be a potion. No, it was one. It I was thought it was P O I I O N. No, it was P O I O N. A poion. <laughs> and. I was rolling. I was like, wow, was you drunk before you started decorating? <laughs> and then my my body hates me. So I got up and was doing the Cupid Shuffle. You know, that's like a three or four minute song. And you go to the left, go to the right, you know, kick, spin, whatever. Yeah. I was looking like fucking broken Frankenstein for the rest of the fucking night trying <laughs> to walk around. Because, uh... My body hates itself, and I was fucking broken after that. So, yeah. if you have uh, some kind of fucking, like, fibromyalgia shit or illness of that some sort, rheumatoid arthritis, don't fucking dance. It sucks. You look like broken Frankenstein Yeah, for the rest of the night. And when you're 50 like me and, and you used to be a really good break dancer, don't try to do that shit again. Because there's a reason why they call it break dancing. <laughs> that will cripple your ass quicker than fucking falling down the steps. Fucking break Go try ass. to break dance at 50. Yeah. <laughs> I can, though, but I will regret it tomorrow. I can, too. Yeah, I've been uh, two days recovering. The only reason I got up today out of the fucking bed is because I had a funeral to go to and I had fuck tarnation to do tonight. Otherwise, my ass was in the bed all fucking day <laughs> recovering from doing the Cupid Shuffle for five minutes. Yeah. Down, down, put it down, put it down. Whatever the fuck it says. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, go over to the Fucktard Nation page and give us a review if you're enjoying everything. So, that's different than the group. So, if you're on the group and you're not on the page, go join the page. And the page is actually spelled out. It doesn't have the asterisks in it because fuckbook is a fucking idiot yeah let's just put fuck it wanted fucktard spelled out on the page but on the group it had to be the asterisk you couldn't spell it out i said well that's a little contradicting fuckbooks but okay whatever so go over to the page give us a review tell us how we're doing tell us what you think what we need to improve on give us your opinion whatever and go to podbean and follow us on Podbean, because the more people that follow us, the better our commercial revenue will be, so that we can maybe generate some money and get some better equipment and all the good stuff, but um, it's and, also and on do iTunes. More, do more events. I mean, we want to do stuff with uh, Fucktard Nation, you know? People yeah. do think it's funny, and they enjoy watching us and laughing and posting shit in the group and this and that mm. and whatever else, so if we can do more events and get more people entertain that way and sponsorships and, and shit like that we'll be able to do more with it mm -hmm. so that's you all and we appreciate that and what have you and thank you for everything yep and yes pain sucks pain does suck i'm in it every fucking day it yep. sucks we're both a couple of gimps <laughs> i died in 2003 and i'm still feeling the repercussions of it yeah well i died in 2015 so Speaking of which, keep your fingers crossed for me, guys. There might be something in the works that's really cool. I can't really reveal much details now. But um, anyway, think about me in your prayers and say, hey, hopefully this works out for Rodney. So if it does, it'll be really and cool. And Mandy. Yeah. yeah. My husband likes to leave well, me out on everything. They initially pulled me into this, but 
it will lead for things for her as well. Cause, uh, Not if my people ain't praying for me. Pray, bitches, pray! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyways, y'all have a good night, and we appreciate y'all watching us on Mondays. I'm sorry we weren't here last Monday, but we'll be here on Mondays from now on. I'll try to make it. If I can't make it, I'll make this fucktard do it by itself. So that we at least have something every fucking Monday. So, mm-hmm. fucktard Mondays, 8 p.m. for the live, 9 p.m. on Podbean. Go over to Podbean and give us a like and follow us on there. And go to the page and give us a review. Yeah, but it's podbean.com slash fucktardnation, I think. You yeah. can actually go on Podbean and go to the search bar and just type in Fucktard Nation. I'm the only yeah, one on there. You'll find us. And we're also on iTunes. So you can type Fucktard Nation in on iTunes and find us there too. Mm-hmm. But thank you, Holiday, for your prayers. We appreciate it. Yep. And we love you all, and we will see you next Monday. Yep. Have a good night. Later, guys. Bye. See ya.